This is the second podcast of the Too Many Talk on Tea. I'm your host, Amrit Fernando, one of Dilma Gen 3. And today's choice of tea for this podcast is from the Dilma Infusions range. Mango, turmeric, ginger, and black pepper. All natural spices and fruit which create the natural balance of taste and goodness right on your palate. Let's dive into the chat, shall we? The phrase concrete jungle for several years has referred to humanity's adaptations to living spaces, the modern urban life of dazzling skyscrapers, pushing the boundaries of architecture and mankind's capabilities to expand vertically and revolutionize our interaction with the world. What was a social and futuristic phenomenon is redefined in the new world younger generations like myself are approaching. Concrete jungle. I like to redefine as the shipping containers and abandoned warehouses being transformed into urban and peri-urban farms. The concept was commercialized by an organization in Agricool based in Paris, growing herbs like mint, and they even grow strawberries in recycled shipping containers distributed over the northern parts of Paris. According to Agricool, their motivation to design and commercialize urban farming in containers was because of the figures of populations in the future. By 2050, our world population is supposed to grow by 10 billion, with 68% of the population living in cities. Now that has high demand on the agricultural sector. Fearful data for a world that is already struggling to feed its population. Countries like the United States have already adapted and are operating with urban farms. Urban farms actually account for 15% of the country's farms, and the benefits are overwhelming. For example, the urban farms in the United States, United States use 97% less water than a normal agricultural farm. And it continues to be inviting with the evolution to the supply chains agricultural sectors could be facing. Now, consider berries. Berries would have to travel an estimated of 2,000 kilometers to find its way onto your plate, depending on where you are around the world. But interestingly, what urban farms do is just reduce those figures dramatically. Just imagine if you could grow and enjoy those very berries in the same country, city you are in. Reducing travel times also reduces the carbon footprint. You see, maritime transport contributes an estimated of 940 million tons to carbon emissions. Not only does the concept reduce carbon footprints through travel time, but also space. Less land has to be enhanced for agricultural purposes, saving resource time and our natural carbon purifiers trees. Speaking of space, this is the perfect segue to the next point. Not only are they growing leafy greens, fruits and vegetables in urban farms, but their farms have started becoming vertical, stacking farms on top of each other, utilizing space. Co-founder Tisha Livingston writes about her brainchild and now $12 billion industry through the perspective of her business, 80 Acres. Through technology and accessibility, she shares her innovative solutions to growing natural organic produce and challenges pioneers in the new industry now known as urban farm development. She says the equipment required to artificially create an outdoor space have become affordable and accessible. These containers or transformations in warehouses could happen anywhere in the world and the industry proves to be valuable for one's future. 
do bear with me for I'm sharing uh, a theoretical perspective on the possible future of tea and how we could sustain the tea industry with harsher and more challenging climate situations. Now, what is an urban farm? It essentially replicates the atmosphere and weather conditions for growing crops and the atmospheric and weather conditions chosen are chosen for a purpose to increase high yield and to sustain quality and goodness of the products. For tea, the ideal ambient temperature to grow tea in is between 18 and 25 Celsius and in some occasions for colder nights this could go below zero Celsius for the higher elevations like Neurelia, which is at 6,400 feet above sea level. With an understanding of perfect weather conditions for tea growth, urban farms could replicate the environment to ensure tea is grown for the highest yield and more exciting for the tea industry, we could manipulate weather conditions to adjust tea characteristics, which include the appearance of the tea leaf, the taste of the tea and the color of the liqueur once brewed. Now, let me explain. There are three elevations uh, when you consider tea. There is the low-grown, there is the mid-grown and the high-grown with their individual characteristics. With technology of urban farms, we could essentially grow all three elevations and their characteristics in one location, theoretically. The benefits to achieving yields is one benefit, but also supply chain. Theoretically, the location for growing the tea could be directly in line with the tea manufacturing facilities, increasing freshness and quality of our final product, for tea doesn't have to travel great distances to begin the final stage of its journey. That concludes the conversation for a possible future for the tea industry to consider very brief but in, an interesting concept however for the world today it is not as viable for the market is not ready to adapt so drastically as i said it is a futuristic approach to ceylon's methods to grow our finest cup of tea what we could do now is however is to adapt through the use of technology at hand and use that technology to impact the already established tea gardens themselves through the use of drones water harvesting techniques or ai technology for a couple examples that is one way that we could sustain and prepare ourselves to combat what is to come well that's it from me there's plenty more to discuss on this topic and would love to hear your thoughts i'll see you all in the next one